Nah, dude. I mean, it's understandable. You're like that dude who was like, man, I drive my donkey to work every single day. And now all of a sudden, someone's introducing these vehicles and they think that my donkey is irrelevant now. And you're just like, this is my life. And now you've changed it all of a sudden without my consent. So I get it. I, I totally get that. Lance, Lance quote of the day. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Weaving Weebats. Welcome to the FBI headquarters. This is the Weave Division. What we're about to discuss today may never leave this room. If we ever find out you leaked the info, we may have to hunt you down. Okay, let me introduce you to the founding members of the Weave Division. First up, John Smith, aka Hentai Protagonist. Hello, I am a secret Asian man. A secret Asian and not a secret agent? Yes. It's a secret that he's Asian. Alright. Next up, John Smith, aka Lollicon. Flat titties. <laughs> and finally, we have John Smith, aka Emoto Lover. Just so you know, whatever porn you're watching. It's good, dude. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the host for this week, John Smith, aka Ugly Bastard. Well, welcome back to another episode of the We Power Hour. Why are we John Smith? I don't get it. <laughs> What's I don't the point know, of that? FBI's can't give their real names, so they just went with like the most widest name if I could possibly get. If you need um, a fake name, it's supposed to be. Uh, Jane John Doe. Doe. Yeah, uh, John Doe John or Jane or Doe. Jane Doe. I don't yeah. know. Smith is, I always see as a white person name. So I was like, I mean, that's the name for, uh, I mean, the dude from Matrix. Matrix. So. That fits. Oh, really? I don't yeah. remember. This <laughs> is so long since I watched the Matrix. Uh, but uh, welcome back, guys, to another episode of the We Power Hour. This is episode 24. Um, real quick uh, news for. For us, uh, if you guys have uh, watched any of our uh, Weeb After Hour videos, uh, we started a new playthrough uh, this past week. It was uh, ReZero, The Prophecy of the Throne. Um, it just came out recently, and it's a visual novel game uh, that we are trying to go through. It's like non-canon, so you're not really going to get spoiled by anything. It's just like a brand new story with brand new elements and stuff like that so uh yeah check it out if you can how do you guys and, like the uh, game uh i hate it <laughs> it's pretty bad yeah it's, it's i absolutely hate it like um, I've, I've watched our uh, let's play like clips and clips of it like skimmed it through and like it's weird mm-hmm. like i like i like the 3d-ish animated like uh, talking parts yeah, it, the portrait. they're, yeah. Like, their portraits it, are like 3d but they're not we were talking about it. It kind of reminds us like a Hollow Life, like yeah. like just watching yeah. like a Hollow Life stream, like imitating life sort of animations. Yeah, which- like I could see someone like 
sitting behind the the camera and they're like locked on to that like Subaru and they're like moving their head uh, with the <laughs> with the thing and reading the lines and stuff and like that. And they're doing like, the the idle breathing animations. Yeah. <laughs> and, like huffing their shoulders. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. it's kind of awkward. But uh yeah, no, uh like we're like what we filmed five episodes and like it's just been everything we've already know like it's just been like a recap of season one and i want to like blow my brains out <laughs> yeah it starts off very slow i now i say that hoping that it's gonna pick up because the very beginning it, it falls pretty closely to season one's events but you can see yeah. like it's starting to diverge a little bit so i'm hoping that we just go into new territory because right now like uh, go ahead and watch episode five. Try to pinpoint the exact moment you think that Lance passed out because he just <laughs> fell asleep. He it was so boring. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, it was so funny. Like me, me and Avery were just like, it was really boring. So like me and Avery had like really no jokes to say. So we were just kind of like, uh huh, uh, uh, yeah, funny joke, meme, and then we're like waiting for Lance to respond to any stupid stuff that we say and he just doesn't say anything we're like <laughs> oh wow and then we notice he like muted himself so we're like oh wow maybe he went to go get coffee or went to the bathroom so we're like waiting waiting and like 30 minutes later is still muted we're like hmm. <laughs> hmm, I wonder is what happened while you and guys then, are do you're recording your last play as well while we were doing the episode <laughs> like Lance just like up and disappeared and then like so. he just literally came back like the last five minutes because it actually started changing like the storyline like the last five minutes like it was all new stuff and then Lance finally came back to us so uh yeah it was uh not great and I'm not looking forward to another session but as Lance said it is changing so maybe it will get better over time but uh, uh you know who, who knows we'll see so yeah um but uh let's move on to the latest news of the week uh first <laughs> up uh some uh, mushuko tensei news uh there is pretty much official now with the interview with the uh, egg firm's chairman and producer nobuhiro osawa uh, uh mushuko tensei is going to be a long-running anime series apparently studio bind the 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 animation uh team behind that uh show was made just for this show so Damn. they already wow. decided like this is the company that will like do it and this is the team members that would do it and apparently they've been working on this for four years already so um just wanted to point it out there if you already love mushuka tensei you know buckle up we are in for a wild ride for like a lot more um to go uh, if you haven't watched it yet, please, please watch it. And if you need convincing, you know, just stay tuned to the end of the, you know, the end of the podcast because we will be talking about it on our uh, top 10 anime ranking board list. Um, yes, and that's, a, that's about it on that one. And then uh, next up, uh, Crunchyroll suppresses 4 million subscribers and announces a new series. Uh, so on Tuesday... Crunchyroll announced that it has over 4 million subscribers and 100 million registered users. Uh, that has suppressed the numbers of July 2020 last year uh, with 3 million subscribers and 70 million uh, registered users. But probably the bigger news is that Crunchyroll announced a new animated series called uh, Dantai, uh, which is a working title that uh, uh, they are working closely with Idris and his wife, Sabrina Elba. 
Um, so the series is uh, an Afrofuturistic science fiction series will be set in a city where the rise of biotechnology has created an ever-widening gap between the haves and the have-nots. Two rising stars from either side of this divided are pitted against each other in a story that will ultimately explore equality and kinship with the corrupt society. All right, guys. How do you guys feel about an Aegis Alba anime, pretty much? I love the man, Idris. Like, he is... <laughs> Such a cool cat. Uh, I'm he was surprised. literally in cats. <laughs> Holy he shit. He was literally in cats and he that dog Disgusting. Shit. Disgusting. Oh, but disgusting. the fact that Lance used cool cat like like nonchalant was kind of like, oh, oh, I'm dealing I with the fucking tell me that kind. <laughs> no, yeah, no. It, it was funny because you said cool cats. I was like, is this referencing Cats? Like, did Lance watch cats? <laughs> I wish I didn't have that information. Oh, God. I'm actually surprised how um, little subscriber count Crunchyroll has. Only 4 million. Yeah. Well, because, like, most of the, the stuff you can get for free, like, all you have to do is just sign up, right? And then you get to yeah, watch, like, most of the anime. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah the sense. ads. Uh, I think like you only get like a week behind on like new releases so it's like I guess it's not really too bad in a way when you're trying to save money so uh, yeah I, I am a little surprised too but I mean with uh, was it Sony buying uh, buying it out and stuff like that and uh, like combining it with like Funimation probably like I'm assuming like they have this big plan to rise up the those numbers so I mean, just hearing that, I thought four million sounded really good. Like for something as niche as anime, like thinking like a mm -hmm. decade ago that there'd be four million fans that are willing to put money into something that they, uh, like something this niche, like that sounded really impressive to me. But four million is actually really low. I think, well, like I don't know, like when you think about like the amount of people who subscribe to like certain channels on like Twitch and stuff. Like people subscribe to like because Twitch subscriptions like four ninety nine and I like I feel like a good amount of people who like actually regularly watch Twitch are subscribed Aww. to at least you know like three people at a time, right? Yeah. That's mm -hmm. like that's like way more than like a Crunchyroll subscription and there's like a bunch of people like that I'm assuming. So like when I think of four million, I feel like it's kind of low. Like of course YouTube's a little different because like YouTube you don't need to pay to subscribe to someone, but like. I feel like there's a lot of like 10 million people nowadays. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's right. right. Yeah. Like, there is a good amount of 10 million people. And then when you think 4 million, like when you see a 4 million subscriber streamer, you're like, all right, well, I guess that's cool, you know? All right, right. It's like, it's not it that looks big like of a he's deal plateauing. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, like. Like we had like Linus Tech Deform, like Mark S, like just recently hit like 10, and I think they're already on 12, 13 already, or something by now. Mm -hmm. And then you think 4 million? That's like, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, it does yeah. seem pretty small. Like, but, they've been uh, around since like what 2007? Yeah, pretty right. much like the beginning of our like anime careers, pretty much. So, yeah, I get that 100 million for uh, just you know, users makes sense, you know. Like, yeah five of them are me probably i mean multiple <laughs> accounts <laughs> well you also gotta think about like the different um uh, these different mediums like twitch 
uh, people subscribe because I feel like they have like a relationship with the person that they're following. Like they they like mm-hmm. feel personally invested in that person versus Crunchyroll. Like it's just shows, so uh, it's not quite as personable. Uh, True. Unless unless you like Crunchyroll, the company itself, or maybe are really are really that invested in all these shows. Crunchyroll is great. Crunchyroll is the best. Oh yeah, I, I love Crunchyroll Crunchy so much, man. <laughs> They're really the best. You should check them out. Yeah, not sponsored by the way, but we use it all the time. No, we just love it. <laughs> yeah. just absolutely love them. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, uh, I don't know. When you said like it's a niche community, it's kind of crazy to think that like, you know, back in the day, like if I was like in like 2007, 2008, it's kind of hard to imagine 4 million people like in anime when I don't know, That's when like so I was true. growing up, yeah. it's hard to find like like people just like you that watch anime and like can gush over anime like tropes or like, like anime things uh, with you. Nowadays it's easier, but like, you know, it's because it got more mainstream, but like, uh, it's kind of hard to find people around uh, that like the same thing you do. So, I mean, so yeah, impressive there, in a way. There's so much more people now. Like half the people in my mochi shop, seriously, like they, <laughs> half the people love anime now. Um, like back in the day, like, okay, maybe like when I was in college, like 2011 or so, I feel like I'd be more confident asking someone, hey man, do you guys, do you play Monopoly more than <laughs> watch anime? And I feel like I have a higher percentage of people saying, yeah, man, I love Monopoly. I fucking killed that game. Holy shit. Do you actually kill Monopoly? I do, man. I wreck face. Holy shit. Okay. Well, first I get all the railroads and then I uh-huh. get cheap street first. That's like kind of an underrated strategy. You get that street first and then you dominate. You're talking about you like know, the, the purple Mediterranean the pur- Baltic, yeah, and then uh, Balt, uh, Balt, Baltic Avenue, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's competitive monopoly. You know, have you ever thought of joining competitive monopoly? <laughs> <laughs> oh it man, <laughs> it's like literal esports athlete almost at this point. You know, you're, Holy you're, you're an shit. athlete. Do you it, know, dude. if I put Fucking in the time, I put in the training. Maybe I could be a contender. We'll see. Oh, maybe. <laughs> You know what? Can we let's do let's do let's do a round of like Monopoly on the Weeb After Hour. Yeah, <laughs> we like should the, definitely do that. There's like, fucking go I'm, for it. I'm sure there's like some kind of online or maybe Yeah, there is. Yeah. I'll just move for you guys, it's not a big deal. I'll just end up selling all your guys' links. Just to put me. the camera on the board. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm not gonna do that. You see your shadow, Dude, like dude. your hand hovering over the computer. Yeah, slowly stealing 500, oh, God. slowly sliding. Peter's hand cam reveals. Just oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, service. Yeah, slowly like slipping down my shorts. You see the silhouette of that, and it's like and you see naked. the Cheeto dust on your finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's oh, we gotta move on we're, we're getting too close to home right now so um all right so that is the latest news of of the week if there's any news uh that you guys think we should discuss on the we power hour uh please send them to us uh and then we'll check it out and maybe it would show up in a future podcast uh but we will move on to the media round of the week is a segment where we talk about anything we watch or read outside of our top 10 anime ranking board um i wanted to start off uh with wonder egg priority um 
we did talk about this a couple of weeks ago after uh, episode one came out and uh, I kind of like gave it uh, like my first take, but I was really confused about what the show was all about. Uh, but finally, four episodes have been coming out for One Right Priority and I have a b- pretty good understanding, I guess, of like what is potentially going to be. There's still a lot of questions in the air, um, but I remember before in episode one, I was saying like, oh, it's just this like crazy psychedelic uh, uh, dream that like everything's happening and stuff like that. But uh, it's a lot more deeper uh, than I thought it was. Um, So uh, to like put it like uh, a little shorter than like it's I'm like rattling off in my head right now. Um, So when these girls find these eggs, uh, these eggs, when they hatch, they represent a person that uh, are somewhere in the world or somewhere in Japan, I assume, um, that represent like uh, a problem that they have in their life. So uh, one of these girls, uh, like uh, her problem when she hatched out the egg is that she uh, uh, she gets raped. Um, and like the, the girl that... Uh, uh had the egg and hatched out the egg tries to help her uh through that by pretty much fighting like this like really weird psychedelic monster that represents the person that raped uh that that girl so um it kind of has i I hate saying it but it kind of has that persona 5 vibes where like um said the word the persona yeah i know i hate it (laughs) because a lot of people compare it for the stupidest reason but um the reason i compare it to it is the is the palaces that they have in persona 5 where like the palaces represent uh like an insecurity or uh, a problem a real life problem that they have and they can't control it and they like need someone to help uh like come in there and pretty much changed our heart so in a sense wonder egg priority is in that same realm where uh there are four girls uh, currently and i think that's going to be like the main team um that uh go to this realm where they buy eggs and then they hatch uh these eggs out and then they pretty much help that person they don't know that person but they help that person try to get through it through um killing the the so-called beast uh that's representing the problem that they have in real life so uh it's kind of like part persona part like uh chuni bio because then like these girls like literally are like one girl has like a pen and that turns into like a huge gigantic camera Definitely. and then they like fight each yeah. other so like the fight scenes are like really good um so it still has that psychedelic part but the fact that like these girls are trying to solve other people's like insecurities and problems while also the four of them also have insecurities and problems each girl has some type of reason or why they're doing this because uh in their in their in their world like or palace if you want to compare it to persona 5 uh they have a statue and the statue is frozen and they've been told that the more they help people from the eggs the more closer they can get to uh uh like saving the person that's in in frozen uh in time so each person has like their own reason to uh to fight and uh to try to save the person that's in their like persona world kind of thing so uh what turned out to be like at first i thought it was like the most psychedelic like let's throw money at it kind of kind of uh anime is a lot more deeper 
and well thought out than I thought it was. So, um, I I would love to try to put it on the top ten list. It will kill, literally, uh, like uh, Tomazaki Kun and uh, whichever else uh, gets left out on that board. But uh, like this show, potentially could be one of the top shows of the season. So mm, that's what I, I think. Agree. It took a while though. Like that first episode did not explain it, and like I I rewatch episodes two and three to like see if, like the the three episode rule applies, and it doesn't. Like it actually took four episodes. I think it's because I needed all the main girls uh, in this cast to be together uh, to understand like what it is. Like these girls that got together, it is kind of like like your RPG group getting together. Like they all have different backgrounds. They all have different reasons to fight, and they all they all realize there's a similar purpose in what they do is to hatch these eggs and to uh, defeat. Uh, these monsters that kind of I have f- the first four episodes they're all adults that have like ruined like the 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 girls lives so like it's kind of th- another Persona 5 vibe kind of thing where it's just like you know adults ruin children's lives kind of thing <laughs> and we're not going to stand for this kind of shit so um, I would really love it if we could vote it into the to the top 10 but uh, yeah I think you guys have to watch the first four episodes to like really I uh, get the gist of it first before like uh i can like feel confident and a final consent on everyone because i i think it, it really does deserve to be in the top 10 uh to talk about so one piece about it is that i think the eggs that they hatch they're girls that committed suicide or something yeah so and, those, and those that, girls aren't alive anymore but they're like yeah. still memories of them that they like they can't like i don't know if they're like ghosts or like they just can't move on or whatever or whatever representation but they represent something i guess yeah so are they trying uh, to like send the person in the in the stone statue like to like heaven or something is that the goal like when they save these girls they send to heaven so those statues are different than the girls they help in the eggs so i I believe those statues they're supposed to represent they're the personal friend that committed suicide yeah so i don't know like in the end if they like save enough people in the eggs that will like somehow reverse back what happened to them or whatever or they're just trapped in this world and they can't leave until they do it that that's still that's the confusing part like that's yeah. know, that's something i still don't know yet um but i think that's the the, the cool thing is trying to find out like what is going to happen like what's the purpose of you know hatching these eggs every single time and saving the girl that's in it and then also uh the relationship between the four girls is uh pretty good like i thought it was going to be kind of cringy kind of like whatever but these girls uh all have a personality all have a role and then they all support each other in one way shape or form episode four was really good in terms of uh uh the girls like understanding each other and accepting each other for who they are so um because that that tomboy girl like she no no one understood that like she didn't want to be called a tomboy or she didn't want to be like uh looked at as a boy but you know she's very like good looking and she has very like 
manly looks as well so like she gets confused all the time and then that like feeds into her psyche which feeds into like her her palace who feeds into like it's all this stuff so it's like a whole bunch of layers on this this show that uh is slowly peeling and uh we're getting to see what's inside so that's uh that's that's my pitch uh to see if we can get a full consent on that show uh if we do get full consent it will replace hortensia saga um because that is the next bottom bottom feeder on the top 10 list uh i was gonna also do kimono jihen but uh episode five doesn't really give me enough to sell on that show to replace uh heaven's design team so uh but yeah that's give you guys something to think about uh we can vote on it now we can vote on later if you guys want to like uh watch the show make sure so because i know matter a consents on on uh one right priority so what is lance's opinion he's been quiet this whole time i'm down with whatever honestly i was waiting for you kai <laughs> for your opinion <laughs> oh i was waiting well, okay personally my thing is i've watched up i watched it so far and i think it's really artistic yeah it's, it's very, very avant-garde uh, it's very an artsy anime and i like that like the way certain camera angles are very interesting like how uh the camera follows as she like jumps or something like the main character jumps to do like mm-hmm. a slash with her like pen and then like the camera the way the camera follows is very interesting but it, re- it reminds me of black rock shooter yes very very and, good one there. yeah to compare it to but like i didn't like black rock shooter guy you want off this podcast right now? <laughs> no, like, nah, he's giving no, his honest opinion. I yeah, like it, no, yeah. Black Rock Shooter was like a very artsy anime and like that. And mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, what was that? You know, like for me, that was my opinion of Black Rock Shooter. Like at the end of the day, what was this whole thing? Like it never explains anything. I, right? I, I do. I do give you that. Yeah, the plot is very like lopsided in like many right. ways shape and forms that doesn't and then, make but a lot that's sense. like a pretty shit happens you know <clears throat> action it's really yeah. cool you, you there's some sort of like human relationship and it's like interesting and then it, it's like at the end of the day we're back to our everyday school thing and like they never explain anything and i'm like yeah what if this anime does this shit too where it's just like we never know what this is about <laughs> i i, I think well because one is an original show i i think they have to realize like they don't get like that like source material so they just have to like we get one season and we have to tell the whole story in one season so we gotta like you know just go all out so i think like now that we hit the four episodes where every, each girl gets an introduction now we're like at that point we're just like now we start like getting the ball rolling right you start like explaining like what these eggs truly mean like how far do they have to go to save the statues who the fuck are the two mannequin guys sitting and drinking coffee we'll never know i'm telling you yeah well that's the thing it's like maybe we'll we'll never know maybe it might be one of those things where like you know it ends ambiguously but it gets you thinking what is it in your sense like what do you see it as so the production is like we only got one season let's confuse the shit out of people and and i'm just gonna leave it at that and we're never gonna talk about it again I mean, I felt the same way with Last Crusade, but I feel better with this one than I do with Last Crusade. You know, that's not what they were trying to do with Last Crusade, though. I know. 
I just uh, watching the first say. episode of uh, Wonder Egg Priority, like it ga- immediately gave <clears throat> me like that kind of feeling as um, uh, the day I became a god, where here's like this original animation, and they just want you to like think deeply about what they're trying to say, um, like that just like that kind of show, like a show that has something that like a uh, a moral and a tale that they want to tell versus like mm-hmm. you know like some shows are doing it for the action or for the fan service or yeah or whatnot like this is clearly a show that wants to like emotionally damage you is their yeah. main priority <laughs> I, I think the 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 appeal to it like that's a pretty good one to compare it to i didn't think about that one because it does get those same kind of vibes but i think uh the mm-hmm. one the the relationship between the girls are a lot better than the relationships we had in uh, Kamisama. Because Kamisama was kind of like touch and go here and there. I think it was just really like they were just trying to be as funny as it possibly could be and then like kind of jam in sadness at the end kind of thing. Where like this one was Mm -hmm. like from the get-go is slowly trying to like get you to realize like uh, what this like psychedelic world represents kind of thing. And I think that is a better pacing than it was with Kamisama. We're like, you know, we wasted like what six episodes on Kamisama, like pretty much half a season, just like, Raichi, 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 and then like yeah. we told you, like, okay, but where's the fucking sadness? Where like this one is kind of like, it's already trying to make you think about like really tough, uh, like real life situations that uh, that everyday people have to go through. So, uh, yeah. I, I think it will be a much better. I'm probably still co- fucking confusing at the end. I think Kai will, Kai is right on that. Uh, we'll probably <laughs> will never really truly understand what it means. But I think in in that way, at least like when we get to the end, we can be like, okay, we have like pretty good theories or thought process. Where like Kami was like, eh, what was so that? flat on his face? Yeah, yeah like we kind of <laughs> know what they were trying to do. So, uh, but yeah. Yeah, do do we want to vote now uh to put it in or do we want to wait until later uh i said we we vote in right now because uh, i'm willing to All give right. it a shot All right, okay i guess we'll do it yeah everyone I think, in <clears throat> i think at this point we shouldn't change anything anymore this is like no? the last call for changing anything okay yeah. you're the one that wanted heaven's design team out because you thought it doesn't stack up very well it will be bottom 10 probably for the rest of the, yeah, the season. But, but it's okay. I would okay, I'd be okay with the design team being 10th place though. Okay. Because it's like it's like ninth plus design team, you know? It's not <laughs> okay. It's, a, it's a ninth place plus design team. Plus now, hold on. We all also. know that design team is not going to be 10th place if we take our retention saga. It's going to be Urasekai Picnic. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh shit! That's I've not, totally not, forgot not about my, that. One. Not, not, not my baby. <laughs> oh, your baby's going down, <laughs> not dude. My baby. It is not my going bottom here. two babies, actually. <laughs> oh boy! All right. You know what? Okay. If if that's the case, then yeah, this is the last switch that we'll do, and then as a full consent, I need everyone to say I for Wonder Egg priority over Hortensia Saga. I I a. Hey, okay, so final <laughs> switch of the season. Wonder Egg priority for Hortensia Saga. Goodbye, Hortensia Saga. You were so good in episode one, and then you went straight downhill afterwards. Uh, we will never forget you. 
and we will play Fire yeah. Emblem Three Houses in I will, in your I will name. Always love Fire Emblem Three Houses. <laughs> <laughs> always love Fire Emblem, not Hortensia Saga. Not Hortensia <laughs> Saga. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but I appreciate uh, that effort. Yep. Uh, but let's uh, let's move on. I don't know why I had that on there. I forgot. Uh, to Jujutsu Kaisen episode seventeen. Uh, this is pretty much the girls' episode. Uh, all the girls had a chance to showcase uh, what their battle styles were about, and we got a little bit more backstory on the twins, Maki and or well, not twins, but uh, the siblings, Maki and Mai. Um, so I'll leave it to the floor for you guys. Uh, what did you guys think about the newest episode of Jujutsu Kaisen? Lame. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fight! I mean, I mean it, was, it was okay. It was good. They, you know, they were fighting. Yeah. I'm sorry, but were you paying attention to like the level of budget that was in the, the sheer money that was thrown at the animation for this episode? It was crazy. Dude, this when was probably- Panda, when Panda kills the spirit thing, and he's like. <laughs> best part i mean yeah that was that was super funny but like the action was just phenomenal this episode like nobra <laughs> finally fought and it was it was a good ass fight um and then she got fucking <laughs> yo i'm gonna let you finish but mine's the best sharpshooter in this entire show <laughs> that was pretty cool though she fucking like sniped a girl like with a like revolver 50 feet away with a revolver like yeah. what the fuck so um yeah the, the fights were like man they were really like top end and then we got to like get a little bit more explanation on like maki and mai and how their powers work because like as like the sisters that like got one half of like curse powers and then the fact that like the other one wasn't able to get curse powers but got like superhuman strength that kind of like helps like understanding the power system a little more like it's very like uh in the genes very inherited like like you get a certain amount of power because of like how you were born kind of thing so it makes you think like how itadori is born and like who his parents are because we're definitely going to see them now in a later arc because you know he left he lived with grandpa for so long we don't know what happened to the parents if we don't know they're not dead so like i itadori's parents has to be jujitsu sorcerers right and the fact that he uh was born in a way that like he didn't have uh uh cursed powers but he has superhuman strength just like maki like it, it, it like to, to, to put those two together it kind of like blows the mind a little bit now I'm always confused about like that vague term like superhuman strength. Like I don't know if it's like a hyperbole, like oh, like they're they're extremely like physically capable, or if they actually mm. are like superheroes basically that can like flip cars and and leap buildings in a single bound. Like that's their attribute. <laughs> are they like highly trained people? Or are they actually like? I think like, they just have superhuman powers because we've seen we've seen some of it with Itadori already. Like the fact that like. He jumps like a crazy amount of like uh like air time and then like he punches through like concrete walls like he did in episode three. Like that's not something yeah. normal Jujutsu Sorcerers can do. So uh yeah, I I 
it's uh it's uh the way they like slowly are trying to feed information on the power system is uh, pretty unique they need kind of unfortunate with, with the that. girls there yeah because like I, there's like weird physical attributes that everyone can do like i know like uh fushiguro can just be like blasted through like concrete walls and you know i, I believe that they said something about like their cursed energy can be used like dampen blows and like protect them yeah um, so i i need to like <laughs> i wish they'd be a little bit more scientific with curses <laughs> like yeah what is curse energy and then what is like just natural attributes yeah i think i i can only assume because this is a shonen that like as we're building through this like tournament arc that like slowly but surely like all the the chicks will come out of the bag kind of thing where it's like oh how did he survive that blow it was like oh because he concentrated all his curse energy into that single spot that he punched in and he was able to like uh, lessen the blow kind of thing so like like you were saying like it slowly teaches you like how like curse powers work in in, in some way shape or form because like unfortunately even though the girls battle was really great like it still was not as great as some of the other ones and some of the other fights like it didn't like it blew me away but it didn't like wow like that's like that's a defining moment in the season which is like you know unfortunate but it, it always how it is for for the girls in shonen animes but uh uh yeah hmm, anything else i i really like the revolver like how the, the how the revolver works I thought that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. You know, you think it's six shots, but then she literally yeah. like materializes One a seventh shot. Like <laughs> that's kind of wild. Yeah, she's kind of like a star brand uh, Momo from uh, My Hero Academia, right? Which just can't materialize. Yeah, very, pretty much very like anything. Star brand. Yeah. I know she can only do it's one like, bullet, which is yeah, it's like Western ridiculous. Family store brand is that even a thing? Western Family, yeah, Western Family, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. or That's Great a, Value, yeah, Great Value is Walmart, yeah, Market Pantry is Target, yeah. No, see, that's too bougie. That's too bougie. Too bougie. Excuse yeah. me, that market pantry shit was nasty. <laughs> yeah, but it's too much compared to Western Family. Dude, dude. market pantry milk. Sure. It tastes nasty, dude. Have you ever tried that shit? Dude, it's milk. It's what, the only they got milk nasty that cows? like, I love milk. <laughs> but then I drink Market Pantry milk. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? It's like someone drank this before I drank it. All right, I messed up. We got to move on before he goes down this milk route. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Attack on Titan episode nine. Uh, this is pretty much like a slowdown episode. We kind of had a lot of hype a lot of battles a lot of crazy moments and this is kind of the episode to decompress uh we got a lot of backstory on uh uh the deal they had with zeke who the fake armin was and like how uh, she came about <laughs> onto that i'm never gonna remember her name by the way elena and elena and then uh yeah and then we get to see more uh just backstory but uh i'll swing it over to matt first um any theories popping in your head uh as you were watching the episode um i don't know i just realized that all the titans in the walls could be used from this episode so i was like (laughs) they're gonna appear eventually (laughs) 
Okay, thank you. Yeah. That's been established since like season three, bro. <laughs> I forgot about him. <laughs> Kai, Lance, any anything about this episode that you guys liked or disliked? Okay, wait, can I like uh, talk about the episode a bit? So it's a recap episode, right? Three years ago. And the 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 people are invade invading Parody Island, right? Paradis, mm. yeah. Okay, yeah. And then um turns out there was a person inside a group of people inside that were like, actually we want to help you out. Right? That's yeah. what happened. That's yeah. what happened. And then they uh, shared their technologies. And see, I couldn't tell when it cuts back to like present time that's why i'm like saying this so oh yeah yeah so you know they're in the room and uh and everyone else is like (laughs) is um pointing their guns at uh this group of people the marlins yeah 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 marlins like that when was that that was in present time and why was in present time present so um yeah um so that was after they came back from uh you know just wrecking shit in marley yeah they came back um and uh, i believe i don't you know what i don't know if they revealed the reason why that they're um they're arresting uh elena and oyakupon and yeah naturally they just <laughs> yeah, kind of like stated like oh this is just precaution yeah, like I'm sorry much this. no big deal. We'll be, we'll, you oh, know, oh, we'll, have, I know we'll be why. eating dinner together soon, type of thing, right? Okay, um, didn't explain too well, but um, Zeke is being watched by Levi because, well, of course they don't trust Zeke to just be running around on his own. So they they bring him to the the forest of giant trees, so that you know if Zeke tries anything, that's Levi's like home turf. He can definitely kill Zeke there yeah so um they bring him there and then elena uh is a close follower of zeke so once uh so once they have zeke now in their home turf they have to be extra cautious around you elena because they don't if entirely trust her even though they've been with her for three years they that's why they're being apologetic just like this just formality like yeah just to be safe she bought out of the serums of like titan juice for for them as well so she kind of like proved her worth but at the same time they know her love for zeke is they can't like disregard that now that the person that she worships is now on the same island as her yeah she worships a fucking big monkey so like when i was (laughs) reading the manga i didn't know it was a she no like nobody trust me dude i I, i'm watching the anime and i'm still like thinking like I could be fooled. That could be a he still. My at the sister end. is watching it and she's still like, Are we sure that's definitely like, a, Armin a girl? Armin looks more of a girl than him. Her, him, her. To her. <laughs> yeah, her. <laughs> but like Armin's like, seriously, because his, how the, his hair like, like curls at the end, it's like a, a girl with like a short haircut with bangs. <laughs> Our, like Armin right. looks like a dude, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. He what? looks more like a dude now that he's older. He does look like more dude now than he did back then. Yeah, he actually yeah. looks more know. more masculine now. Speaking of uh, <laughs> ambiguous genders, uh, Hanji, I think this is like the first time because I had never watched like anime before this season. I just read everything up to it. 
and it's like the first time i really get to see like hanjay's like voice actress like really like get into the role i fucking love hanji like she's like fucking amazing just the fa- yeah, yeah like she just slays that role like that like she's absolutely funny <laughs> and like you can just tell she's like very like <laughs> like just very like nervous a lot of times like you can tell like she like she's a like, little trying to hold herself back yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh yeah i just i just wanted to say that i just love love that character it's probably my favorite character in second time no yeah they so. nailed hanji like to see her brought to life so accurately to like you know mm-hmm. represent the spirit that the manga was trying to depict her as like mm-hmm. i love hanji so much <clears throat> Um, what'd you guys think about uh, Andy at the end? Oh, I guess I should just point this to Matt. I can't, I don't know why I said that to the other two. <laughs> Matt, oh, what'd you think about man. Andy at the end? Shut up. <laughs> I don't know. She didn't, she didn't show any response, so I don't know. She's just like in a sleep or something. Do you think she'll pop out anytime soon? I uh, Eventually, yeah, but I don't know when. Yeah, because I, I have a feeling they need to acquire all the titans in one person or something. Yeah, which I guess that's what we're leading to next. Right, this episode is kind of like the decompressing episode, and like we're slowing things down. But like, fucking APAC Aaron in the fucking sink with his oh hair tied back. Holy <laughs> shit, Aaron, like, my man, <laughs> my man, dude. It's like four years have done wonders to your body. But, dude, uh, that glow up. Everyone's glow up, especially Aaron, dude. Yeah. Like he's but, like on Heartthrob magazine. Yeah, but uh <laughs> yeah, just uh just him like getting ready is like, man, now like I mean it's full war now. Like once they figure out how to like restore the ports um back in Marley and stuff like that, and like they can send people over and you know, attack us. Like we're just it just yeah, we're just ramping up we're getting ready right because like zeke's like only has like what less than a year to live so like whatever he wants to accomplish like it has to be like in this year so like shit yeah i mean it's like the the calm before the storm what it feels like with this episode so um uh before we move on how do you guys uh feel about uh sasha's like little little bit of last her her scenes uh for like eating the lobster and like enjoying the food are you I guys gonna like, i feel like uh, the manga did it a lot better yeah like the little like sasha uh the whole, Sa- the whole sasha and niccolo thing right niccolo because niccolo is the guy who's in the like yeah, he's held hostage originally right? chef yeah yeah and then and then he starts helping them out and not getting to know them for three years and then you know they have that whole t- scene at the end where you know they're they're introducing himself to like the parents and shit and i i don't know i felt i felt i remember being feeling really sad for sasha when i read it as a manga but when i watched it i didn't feel anything it just felt like it was just too quick yeah i knew they would um at some point that they would you know start to uh cut down on certain things to make time in the anime yeah. they all they gotta do that somewhere yeah. and i knew sasha's death would probably get the cut like i mean we're we're still technically mourning her death here but um 
leading up to the funeral, I believe there's a, a little bit more content uh, to really drive home the fact of how much like her death has impacted her allies and also uh, people like Niccolo who got to know her in like recent years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do feel like it was more well done in the manga. We had more time to really like I felt really bad for Niccolo. Like you, uh, but also um, I think the anime did a little bit more with his personality. He's a lot more on edge, which you know it's understandable. I didn't really get that feeling from him in the manga that he's like always on edge. Well, he's in yeah, enemy territory, so enemy duh. territory for the rest of his life. <laughs> being held hostage yeah. and forced to cook for them. So yeah, I guess yeah. he would be on edge, but I didn't really feel that. I just felt very bad for him. But uh, well, we get to see like this story in a new light with the anime and i didn't dislike what they did either okay anything else for attack on titan before we move on there's just a troll review on my anime list for attack on titan i gave it one star and it said something along the lines that they were so disappointed that the only uh fan service they had was when armin got roasted and got shirtless for that scene and he said, but she was flat-chested, so it was awful. <laughs> she was flat-chested. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, well, okay. Well, that's a good way to uh, segue away from Attack on Titan, I guess. Is it? <laughs> uh, well, you know what? Put it on, put it, like, to leave it on a, on a good note, I, I do notice that uh, I think... You know, if all things go well for this final season, it will be the highest rated uh, show on my anime list. Uh, I know Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood has like had that number one spot for the longest time. I feel like when Mal first started, it was <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. But like uh, Takatine goes uh, on the pace that's going on, it will uh, absorb that number one spot that uh, that people have been waiting for. I thought I said that like a while back. Yeah, but the, I mean, the season's not done, right? So, like, there's yeah. going to be a chance that, like, you know, something happens where, like, Aaron decides to, like, go to Cancun and never come back. And then everyone's just like, <laughs> one, one star, one star, one star. And then everything <laughs> just starts shooting back down. So, is that like, same guy I think, with the multiple yeah. accounts giving a one star for that? Exactly. Because he, <laughs> Armin didn't have bigger tits. But, yeah. Uh, yeah so, uh, yeah. So, it potentially, like, I think, yes, it is above uh, Fomero uh, Brotherhood right now. But, like, you know, you never know. It's like we're halfway through the season now, so like, uh, shit could hit the fan. You just like never they know. Really fuck up the fight, like it's like crappy CG or something. I don't know. Yeah, or they just like, but just like they don't even like actually fight. They just have like a black screen, and you just hear screaming. <laughs> or you they just, just hear... show like a fireplace, and they make no noise at all. All right, on that good note, <laughs> 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 we will move on. Uh, to our anime ranking board uh this is the segment where right before the winter season started we chose 10 animes and then you know swapped a couple because we're stupid and uh <laughs> afterwards uh every week we rank the episodes for the week uh one through ten so uh pretty simple we will hit it with 10th spot uh, the 10th place first uh hortensia saga uh ninth place last week uh, looking at everyone's vote chart, uh, 10th place across the board. <laughs> so, um, 
this will be the last time uh that we'll have retention saga on the list obviously because we talked about earlier uh wonder egg priority will uh replace it so wonder egg priority has a lot of uh ground to cover uh being at dead last uh but let's uh let's slide it over to lance uh one of our biggest fire emblem uh fans ever any last words <laughs> with this episode and with this series before we parting words oh man let it go. Have to pay respect <laughs> when you send it off with a whimper not a bang holy <laughs> crap man like oh okay last episode was bad and then this episode like fool me once shame on you like fool me twice shame on me that's like a double bad episode in a row <laughs> like actually irredeemable um yeah it's it's really hard to defend an episode where you're left thinking what was the point um we got to know uh the allied nations uh the the girl from the allied nations i don't even remember her name um, aldahad Al aldahad oh, that's why i don't like remember that? her name <laughs> okay. yeah. um uh, yeah aldahad i think aldahad uh, that's better that's probably better probably i'm probably wrong so the church is trying to arrest her because she harbors a witch in her country we don't know the witch yet we don't care about the witch yet because we don't know her <laughs> yeah um the church is trying to arrest her wouldn't you know it uh red bad guys show up to lay siege to the shoreline uh green girl defends it the church is like not helping in the slightest during this attack and they're yeah. like we're still gonna arrest you because you're a bad woman <laughs> and, and, and then they're like woman and then patches is like now hold on a second this woman is useful shouldn't you delay her arrest <laughs> and the church like you're right okay bye mm. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then nothing happened and then the red dudes are like ah it's just as we planned we knew the church was gonna arrest her this day so that's why we let a dozen of our men die in an attack to make sure she wouldn't be arrested <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck was the point of this episode yeah and on that note we <laughs> are place. moving on <laughs> uh, that's pretty much how it sums up pretentious saga just a whole bunch of nothing that probably could have been combined in like one episode but we keep uh wasting our time on this season and uh yeah it had such a promising start track record is just useless episode after useless episode and then finally a big huge conflict in like the last couple episodes i imagine yeah so and i don't know yeah not that great so i'm a bury it sadly yeah we were burying it I really had high hopes that this could have like segue i don't think it was gonna be like anime of the year kind of thing no. but at least segue to like fire emblem and like those type of stories to like have yeah, a better I'd give a good life. video game adaptation is just what i wanted and i mean you know, I, when you when you uh, go in with that those kind of expectations, being disappointed isn't that surprising. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately. <Sure. laughs> All right. Well, we'll move on. Moving um, on. Moving on to uh, ninth place. 
Uh, it was at seventh place last week, so it dropped down two spots. Uh, Urusekai Picnic. Uh, looking at everyone's votes. Uh, ninth place, ninth place across the board, except for Matt at eighth place. Uh, so since you're the high point man, Matt, uh, let's hear what did you like about this episode this week. I made a mistake. I, I realized Design Boo was better, but I just put ninth at default because I always put it at ninth. <laughs> Okay, so nice. ninth place across the board. Uh, let's leave it to our uh, Japanese uh, connoisseur and apparently uh, Japanese uh, creepypasta connoisseur, uh, Kai. Uh, what did you think about the creepypasta this week? It's all right. Like, I don't know. Like, I, when I put the, when I was voting this, I didn't want to put this ninth place, but it's like not good. <laughs> it's not good like okay it's interesting i like the fact that um the other side is coming to them instead of them going to the other side because them going to the other side like Lance said in previous episodes like it doesn't make sense and i i, I understand that like why do they keep going there but now that the now that it just keeps coming to them they're I'm cursed like, i'm like okay okay well this makes a lot more sense but like, what did we get out of that episode? Americans, Americans, beautiful English. Like we got nothing. It was really cool though. Like how they had that actual Boston dynamic, a mule, like the four-legged robot. That <laughs> yeah, just, that was uh, not not great to like. I was like, oh god, it's it could be like real. Like Boston Dynamic just could grow bigger legs and have yeah, human like body others. And then it became yeah. like an AT-AT from Star Wars that was like hanging like bodies as like, yeah, that was creepy. weird. Like, but like what happened though? Like what really happened though? Oh, Dude, we just uh, had like Yuri got sucked in. Then we almost died. And then we met American people. And then we had like a little bit more Yuri at the end. So... But was Classic. it very good? So no, not really. It was like eh, mediocre at best. Like the Americans were pretty cool. I thought I thought that was pretty interesting. I guess the fact that they somehow got slipped in somewhere from Okinawa, and they were just like walking around, and then they're somehow in like they have like Tokyo a whole area. base set yeah. up yeah. with like all their tents and ready to go. And I'm like, yeah. holy shit, dude! Yeah, sense. somehow like the whole base got sucked in there with the older like it was a training and... exercise or something right so i'm assuming like their whole but something it's weird battalion. like yeah. it's so weird have they tried to go back have they like are they just like they recently got blipped in there at the same time as us like there's too many they, they like... said they said they've been in there for a month now oh and they never like came like left, they never left got came out back. Oh, so like, shit. what are they eating? Are like, they, I'm assuming yeah, I know. They what have are their like, supplies like that they can last? That their entire right. platoon they, can last a month? They must be rationing as heavy. They must as be they eating their can. shit, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like it's the only explanation. Like, how have they not ran into like some weird town? They're like, you know, on a scout, and they're like, "Sir, there's a town over there," and they go walk in, and there's like weird head people coming at them, and. You know, like, uh, how did not die stepping on anywhere in this world? I know exactly. That's like, like a, a month, fucking thing to worry about. They but they should have be been wiped like, out. Yeah. yeah. Instead, like, they got like ATAT from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's crazy. Uh, like, it's just interesting, like, but like, 
it doesn't make much sense. Oh, that the soldier's concerned or untrusting looks translates to Bukake party later. Did you get that on a fucking Attack on Titan review from that one star guy? Sounds like something he would say. No, but one star on Urusekai picnic because there's no Bukake. By the way, (laughs) on Urusekai picnic. <laughs> the translation means Bukaki party later. <laughs> oh, oh no. I trust that. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Because you said it, I believe you. I'll upload yeah. that. I mean, they must uh, be pent up by now. <laughs> the one star reviewer or the, the Okinawan troops? Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> haven't, had, haven't had sex with a girl in one month. So rations are low, eating her own shit. <laughs> I see I see two ready to okay. go for us. Okay, it's, it's like like nonsense as that whole episode was, I did appreciate the segment where the soldiers like exclusively spoke English to each other. <laughs> like yeah. it was I mean the, it was English, but also I appreciate that effort. Like there were three soldiers, three voice actors that just nonstop for like a whole minute talked English to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm with like good sentence structure yeah and i was just like i i like that i like this um this dedication to that these characters are americans even the the captain that you know obviously could speak japanese even he had like a couple english lines and it's just kind of like nice to see that like you know japanese voice actors are trying to like go well above like you know their pay grade and like learn english and try to speak it as well as they possibly yeah, could yeah they're flexing their talent to do it so like it wasn't as bad as i thought it could be and i believe i i don't remember i remember when we were listening to it i was like this voice actor is like sounds very familiar i think he's one of the more popular voice actors and the yeah. fact that like he he's probably old school he's been in, he's been in the i the think scene for a very long time. voicing the captain yeah yeah so it's like the fact that he was willing to like either like learn it or he's just been slowly building up his Eng- his english over time like it's uh it's impressive for his craft so yeah Okay, anything else on Urusekai Picnic before we move on? No? All right. Uh, moving on to number eight. It dropped down one spot from the seven spot last week. Heaven's Design Team. Uh, looking at everyone's ranking. Uh, okay, so Matt's at eighth place, right? You on this eighth place? Yeah, I want to switch them. Okay, so Kai and Matt, eighth place, and me and Lance are at seventh place. Uh, I'll send it over to Kai first uh, because uh, you're going to have to keep defending this show for like the rest of your fucking life now because it's going to get gobbled up in this uh, piranha tank of uh, crazy uh, shows. But uh, what do you feel about uh, this week's episode of uh, Heaven's Design Team? It's another interesting episode, you know, an episode that, you know, you keep thinking and you're like, oh, oh. Uh, but other than that it's I don't know it's the same it's the same good good old comfort stuff you know it's easy to digest the family guy mm. the Futurama yeah what about right. what about you Peter uh, I mean you're <laughs> right same old same old like it just uh, we just choose another animal like of the day and like it's just another episode of PBS where I just learn about that animal and luckily they draw the animal very cute like this i mean this week's episode was an otter so i was just like 
all right don't fuck it up is an otter is absolutely cute you can't fuck this up and they did fuck it up best animal in the entire animal kingdom um and yeah just uh like a lot of stuff that we knew but then like obviously like they're always going to try to throw a fact in there that's not very well known and it's just interesting to hear but uh uh it's it's fun for people who don't know the animal and it's just like fun for people who even know the animal because like lancer's just like oh oh but what what if they like hold hands and do that and then they start holding hands and then he's like yay <laughs> and then their like teeth were like all broken because they were like chewing on like hard like shells to like get food out and then there's like oh oh but what if they what if they get the rock out and then they pull the rock out of their meat pocket and that's like yay! <laughs> yeah, just like wow it's like it's like when I have my like little cousin over it and I just put like Sesame Street on it. He just like fucking like he's just there for the rest of the day. I don't have to worry about babysitting. It's, <laughs> it's like good shit, right? It, 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 it's, job, it's nice. Yeah. yeah, it's like even if you know the facts, it's still fun to see and like I guess like to predict like when when that fact is coming up next. It's like a game within a game kind of thing. So, uh, and, and anything else on this episode? The only thing they fucked up is by showing the real otter. Ruined the illusion of it being cute. Dude, the real otter, dude, the real is, otter, cute. otter is cute. Dude, the real otter is cute, dude. way, but Matt hates animals, so if it's oh, not yeah. an anime form, it's an animal. Too. Yeah, that wasn't like, apparent. <laughs> uh, anything oh, uh, else on uh, MZ? Yeah, like we predicted. Um, so, yeah, Ueda immediately came back. <laughs> at the very beginning of the episode like wasted no time and came right back so yeah if you wanted any kind of semblance of a narrative with these characters stop pulling your breath yeah it's not I what mean, it's about it's just the animals so uh but yeah it's it's really good i'm kind of sad though uh the engineer girl or i think mars i think that's her planet yeah mars she's getting less and less screen time you know that too as yeah. the season go and i'm kind of like getting pretty upsetty spaghetti about it <laughs> so because like other than like yeah the animals are what interests me and stuff like that like i need like i chose one character that i really like and i want to see them as much time as possible to keep me like through the season uh and the fact that like she gets more less and less screen time like it's like the, what's the what you lucky you put otters in next thing you better be otters again and then a week after that or i'm not going to be interested anymore like i just like i need more engineer girl it's like what the fuck by the way who's everyone's favorite character i'm curious we're like five episodes in now so is anyone you guys have like a favorite planet (laughs) mine is venus yeah i remember you said you liked venus last week uh kai lance i like the eating dude okay i don't remember which one he was the eating dude's pretty cool is it because you like i i don't know like connect with him because you also like to eat yeah i think mine is jupiter the it's the buff dude with oh no um he must be mercury um the buff dude with the the beard this was actually his episode he's the one who talks about like all oh, cute animals mm-hmm. uh i mean not elegant like venus like actual like like yeah he's just animals he's just like oh how cute oh how cute he's just a gentle giant at that point yeah. so. <laughs> and then like uh uh 
who is a Jupiter. I think Jupiter is the one who eats a lot. He's like, yeah, but how is the the otter should have like more rows of teeth so that he can keep eating things easily and be a like a apex predator. <laughs> and Mercury's like, no, I like it being cute. Just let it use a rock. <laughs> it doesn't need no. more teeth. The fucking yeah, the claws too, right? You needed like yeah, fucking no, like ten inch claws. Give him claws so that you can just hunt for things. And Mercury's like, no, claws wouldn't help it be cute. Yeah. Uh but yeah, you're right. Uh the one you like is uh Unabara or Neptune, and then uh the one that Kai likes is uh Kimura or Jupiter. So uh anything else for everyone? I totally f- finally figured out why they're like Jupiter and Venus and stuff. Their names uh, are literally Jupiter and Venus in Japanese. Like, like literally, is it just just the pronunciation? Like, I saw the kanji and it made sense. Holy shit! Oh, literally, what? like our question that we had like weeks ago when they like finally changed uh, the subtitles and Lance was like literally like blowing a gasket. It's like, why the fuck did they change it now? Like it just arbitrarily making it up. Yeah. So like Tuchio, right? Tuchi means dirt. And the Uh, the 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 planet, the dirt planet in Japanese is Saturn. mm, mm, mm. That's why he's like the Saturn. Ah, so it's just like a double meaning word. Yeah, it's a double meaning. And like Kimura is um, Jupiter, and in Japanese, Jupiter is Mokse or like the the tree planet. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Uh, Kai Sensei, can you explain the rest of the planets? Oh, you want me to rest do the whole thing? So like, (laughs) I mean, there's only like five other ones that you have. So and then so Mercury is Suise. And then that's why Sui or water is Mizushima. Mizu, he's the planet uh-huh. of the water. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know what Venus is in Japanese, actually. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I Kai don't know sensei. what Pluto is either. <laughs> Kai Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't like um, I feel like Venus one means like flower sign. I'm looking at that kanji. Oh no no, it must mean um, Kana. What's Kana? Oh, it's gold, I think. Keen. Yeah, yeah. gold forest is um, Venus. So, I mean, but it's, yeah, I just don't remember then? how to pronounce it. Yeah, <laughs> like I just don't know how to pronounce it. I, I'm embarrassed, but yeah, basically, it's the planets. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just yeah, in Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So finally, we get context on that, but like. That was probably like killing us like every week, just like seeing they had their regular names and then just all of a sudden they changed their like planet names, but you know, a direct translation, I guess. Oh, yeah, another in, thing, in it's sense. also the day of the week, Lance, if you didn't notice. Planets are named after the day, days of the week in Jap- Japan. Yeah, I, I, yeah. As I started looking at their kanji, I was like, oh, okay. As yeah. usual, like Japan just has like seven characters that they uh seven kanji that they just love to shove into everything that like comes in batches of numbers like planets yeah. or days of the week basically <laughs> like interesting fire water forest <laughs> gold silver just love that shit oh and there you go kids your fucking japanese lesson of the week with kai sensei <laughs> uh two back next week when we have another lesson on i don't fucking know um but we will move on uh to number seven on our list uh dropped down one spot from the six spot last week a lot of anime dropped down this week 
uh low tier character tomazaki kun uh looking at everyone's votes uh me and kai are sixth place matt is at seventh and lance is at eighth place uh so we'll hit it with lance first you're the low point man on this show uh what did you like or dislike about this show this week um you know it was an okay episode i put it eighth place but i don't necessarily think it was like a bad episode it's gonna get much more competitive on this list now that we're introducing um higher caliber shows to like be competitive mm-hmm. um but tomozaki-kun it was it was a fine episode i don't feel like too much development was uh happening this episode i think the biggest detail was that uh tomozaki is starting to become jealous of uh the really cool bro who he hung out with they spent like a whole day actually putting into practice tomozaki's ability to you know be actively social socially and friends yeah yeah uh izumi i'm convinced is the best girl now because she was just <laughs> <laughs> she was just super cute this whole episode and really likable yeah um do i think he's gonna get with izumi no because <laughs> she reminds me a lot of yuigahama from origairu and she that's it. that's basically <laughs> the loser in the love triangle <laughs> oh god well i mean this is i think it's essentially a hard rom-com so like there's more than one that's more than two girls in the qu- so quitangle. in the quad yeah <laughs> quad um so who's you guys favorite girl like we're, we're like five episodes in now so i guess it's enough material for you guys to see each girl and who you guys like the most that's hard because like some of these girls have not gotten enough development i know like mimi me is going to probably get development next episode but we've only seen her like one time and then also what's her name uh kaku the one who's very like straightforward we haven't really gotten any screen time with her since her introduction right uh okay anything else on tomazaki kun not much happened this episode so i don't really know what else to to say on it yeah it was a cute episode tomazaki styled his hair and it looked exactly like every other normie boy i was like don't do that (laughs) shit ever again bro (laughs) it was fine the way it was i mean now looking at it kai you know what we get some gel in kai's hair and just start messing up the front he can have a tomazaki like the that one bro character that they hung out with looked a lot like kai like, <laughs> I was just thinking, like, he looks like just such a classic, like, Japanese boy. There you go. Kai, yeah, classic yeah. Japanese fuckboy. Nice. No, don't, know, don't even know what that means, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I guess we guess we'll move on. Nothing really else to talk about uh, with yeah. Tomazaki kun. Uh, moving on to uh, number six, it dropped down three spots. Uh, from third place last week promise neverland season two uh looking at everyone's votes uh fifth place from kai and lance i am at eighth place and matt is at second place uh i definitely have a lot to say since i'm at eighth place but uh, i'll i'll take it to matt first uh what do you like about this week's episode of promise neverland no i'm just the impact of when i saw that fucker's face at the end <laughs> I was like, shit, he's introduced already? Like, reintroduced already? Norman, right? <laughs> the, yeah. the fucker's face, you talk about Norman? Okay. Yeah. 
At, at anything else that you like about the episode that was that was basically why you nah, second place I'm just a huge Norman fan oh, okay. he's my favorite character I miss okay. his front flips it's yeah <laughs> it's cool let me grab a tree branch and parkour over it kind of thing yeah that was uh, sick Kai Lance before I fucking blow a gasket I know you really want to blow yeah you can, just can you blow, blow your gasket out already over can you this? Just, just let it out uh <laughs> okay just long story short because i mean i already explained this while we were watching the episode yeah uh and i know like literally probably everyone that has read the manga knows this too uh but they skipped an entire arc uh for promised neverland so they skipped over 60 chapters worth of probably the best arc that they, the you know the show has that has and they got rid of it like completely like no way shape or form they talked about it they hinted about it they even like i know they had a time skip so they could have been like you know maybe we'll have a flashback kind of thing but the time skip is too short to even make sense uh to do it i researched i read articles and all this other stuff so apparently the makaka has written an original storyline uh for the rest of season two and they're actually trying to rush to the end of the storyline so this is kind of the final season of promise neverland from uh what it sounds like with the articles that i've read so that's why you get norman back immediately because obviously you know like you guys predicted it it was so obvious norman never really truly died you never got to see him die so like of course he'll come back but i think they put him in the trailer for this season too (laughs) yeah so like like you knew he was coming back and then it's like yeah they forced the issue because they're trying to make it all the way to the end of the storyline uh by this season uh what it sounds like so that's why norma got reintroduced so early mama got introduced absolutely early when we saw it at first i thought to myself okay maybe they're just trying to like give like a weird foreshadow but like i never in the manga i didn't see mama for like over like two and a half arcs like that's like almost like two seasons worth like i never saw mama like any way shape or form so i was like okay that's weird and then norman came back and i'm like okay now i'm fucking pissed (laughs) i'm absolutely fucking pissed because like now we're getting rid of like like what i think is the best arc and i know a lot of people think it it is as well the goatee the goatee pond arc where like they learn so much more about like the the world itself uh they meet I, I, I just you know what never mind i'm not gonna say anything else because i might spoil something here. how do we know that they aren't just gonna like next episode sit down with norman and norman's gonna be like oh man what have you guys been up to like the last like what half a year now and they're like oh well this is what we've been in. there's like three episodes where they just because jam it all in it would piss me off that they spent six months at that arc because in in real in their time they spent two years at that uh at that shelter so when they like left early i was like oh are we just gonna like kind of like leave come back kind of thing because i was like kind of confused on why we're leaving so early and then the troops were coming in and i was like oh maybe i miss i misremembered this maybe the troops came in we got smoked out they met a whole bunch of other people uh that they were supposed to meet this arc and then we come back but then i was like no 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 i i i remember it correctly we got smoked out of that shelter way too early because we were there for years and then we met the other people during that time uh that was supposed to meet at this arc and i know essentially at the end these people don't really like 
make that huge of a difference uh in terms of like what happens at the end of the storyline because like i mean obviously it's emma is norman is ray right they're like the main three so they're the ones that are going to dictate what's going to happen in the end so no matter what happens as long as those three are in it you know you can still tell the story of promise neverland but they were so important and they taught emma and ray a lot and they really built their characters uh, a lot because like like the 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 year the the time skip like there was like i think they spent like a couple years at that shelter and there was like another year or two until they were at where we're at in the anime so that's like almost four years so they went from being like like what, what 11 12 to like 15 16. so they're like young adults at that point so like to really like truly understand how they got to that point you need the goatee pawn arc because they went through a lot like a lot of shit and like the fact that we gloss all that over and now they're just older is just kind of like you just lose on the character development you just like now we're just in for shock value right it's like oh it's demons versus humans was the you know what is going to happen next where it's just like but we're losing out on the emma development the the ray development the norman which i assume they're going to like really skim by with norman and like what happened to him uh this past year even though it's been like years since we last saw him so like a lot of stuff happened to him too and now that's all getting smashed into like a, less than a year like so I, like last episode when we're when we were discussing oh me and kai were actually happy that they left the the, the bunker so early it was already oh, dawning was on you better. that the story has been irreparably changed yeah i was like huh and i and i like i i kind of like gave it a pass a little bit because i'm like maybe i just didn't remember it because it's been a while since you know i read that arc like like what like a year year and a half ago so it's just like maybe i didn't remember it correctly maybe they get smoked out and they come back but then like when the episode started this this past week and i'm just like wait why are we in demon town wait a minute why 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 is everyone here a little bit longer now like wait what what the what was going on and then the fact that like all that stuff happened and then like i mean you guys saw it i was like getting more and more angry the every minute passed by that episode <laughs> and then when norman showed up at the end i was just like and i just like i wanted to punch a wall because i couldn't believe like like he literally like he was gone like in in the manga he he had like a like a very small blip in the middle of the goatee pond arc so it made you think like oh of course norman's still alive but like it really like showed like really like weird things and like what's going on with him and you don't really understand so you're like oh what is going on with norman like what what what, what is this and then later afterwards he shows up and then like even the review is different like this is not how they met norman originally and i just like it, it it hurts me because the way they saw him or met him up originally in the manga was very impactful this one is just like hey we killed these two guys hey fuck their children by the way you know who gives a fuck about their children and i know this, i was hey, like what's up damn <laughs> they already yeah, generated just, anyways yeah so like that part like at least they kept that kind of part where they like they were showing like you know demons are degenerating if they're not eating human bodies kind of thing so it kind of shows like the 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 like how their body works and, and like how like things go about and why they want to feed on children other than that you know it tastes good there's like a, a another factor to it but like the mm -hmm. fact that they just like just blew over everything <laughs> uh character development wise for like just this like it's just 
I don't know. And there was so many good characters in that arc that I knew you guys were going to love because, like, you guys already love a lot of the char- the, the kids in Grace-filled house, right? So, like, there was, like, other characters you could have met that, like, you know, either shared a goal or, like, didn't share a goal. There was, like, there were, like, other demons and they're, 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 they were really cool and, you know, maybe we'll see them. I Like, I don't know. Like, this is supposed to be, like, from what I read in the article, it's, like, an original storyline. So, like, he kind of, like, rewrote uh what the timeline is uh, for his story for the show itself to fit it into the season so it's like like now i'm clueless i don't know what's going on like with just you guys and that's you good. guys that's are just good. like oh wow you know that's pretty cool and stuff like that and and back in my me over here just fucking like starting a fire and like having <laughs> pitchforks in my hand i'm like ready to go like i just one of us, can't believe it one of us. yeah so like I think this week, I'll, you know, I'm only going to vote it just because of that. And I think like after that, I'm just going to like try to erase everything I know about Promised Neverland and just try to see it as like a what I what can I only assume is a fresh story. So and then try you know try to not be as biased as there. But uh, yeah, I know I know I said long story short, but it became short short story long. So yeah, dude. I mean, it's understandable. You're like that dude who was like, man, I drive my donkey to work every single day, and now all of a sudden, someone's introducing these vehicles, and they think that my donkey <laughs> is irrelevant now. And you're just like, this is my life, and now you've changed it all of a sudden without my consent so i get it i I totally get that lance lance quote of the day okay (laughs) uh but we'll move on oh boy uh to oh actually this is already to the halfway point of the board so uh, it's actually time for our weep uh power minute segment uh with your boy lance so uh take it away lance Hello, everybody. Welcome to the We Power Minute, our Q&A section where we answer questions from you, the viewers. If you have a question for the We Power Minute, feel free to comment on any of our social media or message us and uh, we will feature it in an upcoming podcast. Today's Q&A question comes from Shai Aloha. Her question is, cats or dogs? Convince the others why your choice is right. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Done. All right. Moving on. <laughs> now, hold on. Because I also convinced. think it's dogs. <laughs> See? All right. We're all convinced. Because you had me no in the competition. I, I literally thought you were going to be like, you know what? I love dogs, but I'm going to refute this to make this weed power minute a little bit longer. But Bro, I'm like, how are, are you going to refute it when I know you absolutely hate cats? There are like, fucking cats outside my window right now <laughs> asking me for food that aren't my cats. I fucking hate them. Personally, if I owned an animal, uh, if it was a dog or a cat, I would choose cat because I don't need to do much. But you can't do much well, with it, too. Yeah. I think what he's trying to say is that, you know, cats are less maintenance, so he doesn't have to worry about it as much because he's a lazy fuck. So I think that's why he's choosing cats. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> also, you hate dogs, right, Matt? Uh, not really hate. I just don't like if it, if it was like a really like a specific puppy. I don't know what it's called, but I w- I wouldn't mind it. But I, I just 
I, I just don't really like care for like big dogs I guess what if it was like a tiny dog like a Pomeranian yeah tiny, like a tiny dog it'll be alright okay how about like a chihuahua or something yeah like I, I wouldn't oh, hate it but I then would, it would uh, die really early yeah it's okay <laughs> oh my god yeah, right <laughs> the sooner out of my life the better what about you peter um you like dogs big dog a big dog gang well yeah almost hug you i mean i've had like both so like i like i've had like a big dog uh like a golden retriever chow mix uh before and then i had like small dogs too like uh i don't know if you guys remember uh back in high school but i had like a was it a papillon like that little like tiny chihuahua mixed dog with a butterfly face uh yeah yeah so uh i don't know yeah i like dogs i i I wouldn't care for either one i've had both sizes so (laughs) uh i think a pomsky is what i would really want oh oh i love those dogs actually i was uh i was walking in the park today and like this granny had uh this dog specifically and i was like oh man i just want like a pillow made out of this thing <laughs> i mean not it specifically that, that's oh, no. Oh, shit. No. like i would want like metaphorically uh, i'm fucking pillow, scared like, for my dog. life right now <laughs> but it's a cute dog yeah uh yeah so yeah we had the papillon in high school i don't know if you guys remember I, that i remember yeah so yeah, that dog was really cute, but he had like this weird problem with like <laughs> female people, I guess, because like he would like any like flat-chested people that would come in, he would just be like, "Nah, whatever, fuck, fuck that shit, I, I don't need it." But like when it came to like girls with like the big boombas, uh, he just would just fucking go to town on them he's like all up in their face and shit like well you know that, what they so. say about dogs taking on the traits of their owners <laughs> yeah but my mom owned a dog so does my mom like big boombas <laughs> sure <laughs> oh whatever <laughs> maybe daddy-o i don't know <laughs> nah daddy-o i don't know if he really uh cared for that dog as much he, he did kind of just like let the dog uh get isekai'd into the next life oh, no. <laughs> so what a cute way of saying you got hit by a car yeah oh okay lance how about you pretty sure the dog but like what dog would be well, i want a corgi like i really really want a oh, corgi. yeah that's true i do remember you are in love with corgis and like big butt doggies yeah i just want a corgi and uh you know, I wouldn't clip its tail because why would you alter perfection? <laughs> I never got that. Oh, good. But, uh, I mean, I just love how Corgi just looks like a loaf of bread. <laughs> yeah, it and does. That's like super appealing to me that oh my, my pet looks like bread. Uh, cause you can like fucking eat it and shit, right? Cause <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I figured. Dude, dude, big dogs that you can hug. Oh yeah, that shit's comfy. 
but like what dog would you want like i i like like a golden retriever or like i don't know i want a dog that's like a bro dude that's a dream a dog bro oh my god like a great like a great Dane, <laughs> like a saint bernard or like a great dane green, green danes are too big like australian shepherds you probably want a mustif <laughs> No, like just I don't, a giant like, wrinkle. No, I don't want that big of a dog. But like, I want like a smart big dog. Like, um, no, you know, I know Alden, what you mean. Alden's older brother has a really nice dog, and like, oh. they're just smart. They're loyal. They sit by you while they like chill, and then you know you pet them, and then they love you. Like big dogs that always sleep on the bed with you, dude. The bro. Uh, what about Dobermans? Dobermans are good and good too, but probably I'd probably get something more mixed. Maybe with maybe something mixed with Doberman. I don't know. Seems like there's a lot of more mixed dogs than like a purebred dogs, anyways. Like That's I like really floofer. small dogs. That's a floofer. <laughs> <laughs> so I like really small dogs, but <laughs> if they were big, I'd want like just like a real chonky boy like chonky. if i'm gonna go that way i might as well just get the biggest dog ever okay chonky, uh, dog. chonky yes. dog oh my oh, god look at this one. Oh, my oh, god. oh he's thick he is sick boy oh he looks like the the queen um bulb orb from pikmin <laughs> 2 yeah he kind of does <laughs> <laughs> just fat all around just put polka dots on this motherfucking dog okay uh thank you lance uh for that we power minute segment uh if you have any questions uh feel free to uh send them to us and lance uh we'll ca- uh, comb through them and then uh we'll uh probably have it in a future podcast uh, but let's move on to the top half of the power ranking board. Uh, our top five for this uh, week five of anime. Uh, at number five, uh, drop down uh, two, three spots from the second place spot. Uh, Dr. Stone, Stone Wars. Uh, looking at everyone's vote chart, uh, Kai and Lance fourth place. I am at fifth place and uh matt is at sixth place so uh let's hit it with lance first uh you're in the high point man's uh, for the show and i know you really enjoyed this episode uh what did you like about dr stone this week i love chrome uh chrome focused episodes i keep trying <laughs> trying to call him chrome <laughs> chrome focused episodes um he's just a very lovable character i really like his he has like such a bizarre mindset. So one, you can see like he's very self-sacrificing the way he mm-hmm. protected Magma. And then he, I'm not sure what he was trying to do exactly, like intimidate Tsukasa <laughs> with like, well, like how inventive uh, science. the science camp is. Yeah. So you, but then uh, I just like that their opinion was, uh, that sounds stupid chrome and now we're gonna fucking kill you <laughs> by throwing you off this waterfall <laughs> and then chrome was just like hmm i really should have thought this through better uh, <laughs> yeah down. but then um archer boy um Ukiyo. boy Ukiyo. seems like he has a lot more going on than what meets the eye so 
I, I just found it a really fascinating episode to get to know Sukasa more in his camp. Like, finally, like, meet him face to face and, like, exchange words with him. Because I think Sukasa is also just a really fascinating antagonist. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, gosh, we don't really have, like, too many antagonists in a lot of the shows that we're watching. So, like, it's, it's nice to have uh, <laughs> someone go against... Uh, you know the the science brigade uh how about you kai what did you uh, you like about dr stone this week we made a car <laughs> okay that was pretty cool yeah that was really sick just the car um i'm, I'm more but see i'm like ah that's a car would make the tank from like the opening or the ending whichever oh that was. yeah the big right because the, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the opening tank, right and I'm like, dude, that's really cool. Like, make that. Like, I was expecting them to make something like that. And then it was like this lousy ass small, like, engine with wheels. And I'm like, mm, this isn't what I was thinking. <laughs> Maybe we'll see it upgraded in the next episode. You know, they'll add a shit to it. I mean, yeah, but, obviously. Like, it was like, like, you know, I was like, eh. Yeah, that's my opinion on it. It was okay. How'd you guys like, uh, like, I guess our first taste with, uh, Ukyo, the, the archer boy with like the big ears that can listen well. Oh, he's a handsome motherfucker. First of all. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> like I was like, he's so yeah. eye catching, but, um, it's like yellow. Yeah. He has a great color scheme Man, mustard's in, don't you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Mustache. Disgusting. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, he just seems very intriguing. I, I want to know mm -hmm. what's going on in his head more. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, and uh, Matt, how about you? You're the low point man on this one. Um, no, no, it was just average episode for me. Like, I, I wasn't impressed or anything. All right, it was like a very average episode. Like, a, a lot of these Doctor and Stone episodes has been so far pretty average for me compared to, like, the first season. Yeah, because, I don't know, like, the show have been happening at the, like the end of the first season you know i, I say it like week <laughs> in week out like come on yeah. like just fucking i don't know just speed things up like we should have been done with the war we should have been moving on to the next arc already kind of thing so like it just it's just a year gap in between like everything feels kind of very like decompressed in a way so it doesn't really feel heightened in any way shape or form but you know it is what it is still still has the science still has the feel-good characters so you know i guess yeah it has those merits oh better than fucking problems neverland i tell you that <laughs> uh okay let's uh move on to and uh, number four on our list uh dropped out one spot from the third spot last week uh mushuko tensei jobless reincarnation uh looking at everyone's votes uh wow pretty pretty big disparity between mm -hmm. the four of us uh kai is seventh place lance is at second and me and matt are a cool fourth place uh so i mean we we gotta go to our boy our our, our mishiko tensei uh corresponder kai uh dude seventh place so like what happened this week for you dude paul dude fuck that guy right 
<laughs> oh man! <laughs> so like, like, hey, one Paul, dude bring down this whole show. This episode that much? Yeah, I guess you really hate him. Okay, like okay, okay. He didn't, but but he was still being a shithead, you know, through 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 like his actions, right? Um, yeah, I guess. Overall, like I couldn't stand the the Tsundere girl, dude. Like it wasn't even there wasn't even a dere to the tsundere, dude. It was just tsun tsun. No, you have to just, earn just, it. Uh, spiky, you know. There's not nice. Nothing, nothing about her was nice or pleasant. Because it's you just gotta fucking annoying, dude. Earn it, man. Like you don't deserve and the tsun yet. Like at the end, or the dere. Like at at the end when um. You, Gil, 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 I don't know how to pronounce her name. Gilane? Gilane? Gilane, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she had a hard name. And then they pronounced it like how I wouldn't suspect. Not how it's spelled, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. Her, when she pops in, she like vaporized the other people. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. That was sick. That was nice. That was sick. Like, that was probably, like, a definite (laughs) moment, like, a highlight moment for the episode. But other than that, like, nothing really stood out. Like, it was, like, a subpar episode for me. (laughs) Yeah. The majority of it was just, yeah. um, I think... Yeah, I like the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Um, <laughs> uh, I liked, I liked that Paul's a shithead. <laughs> like the opposite of you. Oh my god! Uh, I like that Paul is such a fucking shithead. <laughs> He's just like, here, I'm just gonna write you a letter about where I'm shipping you off. I wish that, um, you, you know what? I was kind of right in um, roundabout way, I suppose. He wasn't. He was gonna be a tutor, but in the end. Um, he, uh, Rudy experienced his first fight and uh, first, like, witnessing death. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, that's very important. I, I thought it was a very, very pointed moment in the episode when he was just shocked by, like, how much blood was around him after Ghislaine just slaughtered the, mm-hmm. the kidnappers. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was a very, like, important step in his development that he understands, like, what kind of world he lives in, what it means to become like a magic fighter and a swordsman is that you're going to keep encountering these kind of situations as you become more of a master you won't be able to escape it and um yeah absolutely uh, what i didn't like about the episode though um what kept it out of first place actually was um it wasn't it was kind of bungled how they explained that it wasn't actually going as Rudy planned. It seems like he was kind of dancing with the concept in his head the whole time. Like, is this like what I planned to trick um, the girl into liking me? Or is this like actually like <laughs> going off the rails? And uh, I, like the entire time, I still wasn't really sure because it kind of made sense, mm. but also definitely looked like it was getting bungled. Well, I mean, yeah, but he was like, I mean, you can tell like he wasn't like, in on it anymore because like they were being like the fuck out of virus the guard like kicked the shit out of her uh but uh, i don't know man maybe maybe that's uh that's how it's supposed to be in this world right just beat the fuck out of little children overall with it maybe maybe you're just like really going for that extra brownie points in like <laughs> you're really selling it man <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i mean like you know, I'm pretty sure he really realized like the operation was pretty much a no go after 
uh was it the the, the manor the manor dude yeah. yeah the butler guy he just like showed up yeah. and just fucking it's like what's up bro and then just fucking jacked iris uh to the little back alleyway um but yeah great episode in terms of just character development right like it just yeah uh, it's just like i don't know it's just like every every episode every week you know it, we always get good character development especially like in a form of like not very obvious but just like the fact that like rudy had to experience death in front of him that was like the biggest thing because uh you know you can't just return by death like yeah like he's a he's a he's hikikomori and also like he's isekai so like he doesn't have all this experience that uh like someone in this like fantasy world reality uh has so uh for him to experience all that like it, yeah it may be like a very boring episode but just like his character development in this episode was a was a good way to tell like you know he's still even though he's 40 year old fat fuck you know he still is a you know very uh young thinking mentality wise uh in this kind of fantasy world so uh okay anything else for mushiko tensei before we move on to the top three um i agree with kai though um i forget where her name is was it um iris yeah the iris iris um yeah she's uh, iris um yeah she was pretty unbearable for the episode but also (laughs) i understand what they're trying to set up with her um to eventually get her to Sundere, because right now she is entirely soon 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 yep and <laughs> that definitely rub people the wrong way um i mean he even said I it like he you know was yeah, going he, down he that actually route. mentally noted it too he's like okay she is horrible but if i if i fall the good old light novel protagonist <laughs> like how i know this yeah. goes eventually i'll unlock the sundari route with her exactly and uh also that's her that's his second cousin so incest is just fair game. hey incest is with yeah, it's all good it's all, it's g. all good it's all good, good. we yep. in japan hey, hey man <laughs> if it's not gonna be rudy it'll probably be paul right so <laughs> yeah it's not oh, him god it's... damn it god paul man <laughs> fucking guy yeah i got beat daddy to the punch before he just starts uh just having his way with every lady in this fucking show uh okay sounds like we got everything out that we need to for Mushoku Tensei let's uh move on to the top three of our uh top 10 ranking board uh for week five uh so next up at number three uh jumped up two spots from the fifth spot last week uh ReZero season two part two uh let's see looking at the chart the vote chart uh kai first place lance is at sixth place i am at second place and matt is at a cool fifth place uh so let's start out with kai you were the high point man on this one uh why did this deserve first place for you well we got to find out how um juice becomes evil juice (laughs) yeah oj simpson evil um and then i i didn't think i didn't think I thought like uh, I didn't think they would introduce it that quickly, 
And then it was literally like this thing in a box, and then he kind of just puts it on his chest, and he's just like, "Ah, uh, yeah, evil." You know, suddenly starts saying, "Des, des," like his verbiage <laughs> just changes the moment he does that. Really yeah. weird. Um, but even though when he's like bleeding out of his mouth and his eyes, he's still kind of like a nice guy with uh, with uh, Fortuna. Fortuna, yeah. Just try to protect uh, the people he yeah, loves. And he's, he's a great yeah. guy. And I, he I, did I, it I because did. he wanted to protect somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who the fuck is a bushy eyelash white eyeball girl? <laughs> Wait, is she like a witch? Because I don't think that's Echidna. No. Yeah, I still don't know who the heck she is. I thought she was Echidna when I first saw her, but then yeah. I was like, no. This can't who the heck are you? Well, maybe what was it like the the witches that that the one witch they had all the witches had to go against, and then they like that that one witch that like tried to kill all of them. Like, could it be could it be that girl that that uh, that the witches killed, or is that like wait, wasn't that a uh, no? The girl, the witch that killed all the other witches is Satella. Oh, okay, yeah, Satella. You're right. I totally forgot about like that. Amelia. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I don't think that girl looks like Amelia. Looks like Amelia. No, I mean she. I mean she's albino. <laughs> but, but you know, I, I feel like the that's why I thought I was a kid now because who the heck else has like dust like yeah bushy eyebrows, her eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's definitely not something Amelia has. So. It, like I feel like if if they were introducing Satella, it would be like point for point. That's Amelia, like no mm. doubt about it. But we're wondering if it is her, so I don't know who that could be. Yeah, but she is basically like a godly character that is unkillable and can just like like blink away and like yeah, invincible. Yeah, it's kind of wild. It is kind of wild. Also, I gotta give it up to fucking like Petagis's voice actor, uh, like Kirito's voice actor. Man, that guy's range—it's fucking insane, dude. Like, I I always get goosebumps when he like really gets into his role. It's so good. So oh, good. he's it's super so talented. Yeah, right. And like, going back to plot, like, what what is Amelia? You know, like what what where did she fit into all this? Um. I guess open yeah, the, the gate. gate, which I can only assume free is what I don't know. I somehow she gets frozen, mm. and then that you know sets off the her being in stasis until yeah. the main story of ReZero. So I don't know at what point that occurs. If this is all like the events that lead up to that, yeah, it gotta be soon, right? Or what? Yeah, I mean, like it makes sense that it leads to that point because like who, where else are we gonna go See, that's what i thought too like we're, like she's pretty much like at the end of her like rope here like fortuna is probably gonna die soon we know peltikis doesn't die but he probably turns evil so like her whole village is getting fucking lit up by the by the the church so like i don't even know where she would turn next until like later on down the road just fucking freeze herself and just wait she can't fucking return by death like subaru you know yeah but whatever re-zero things that's a re-zero thing <laughs> yep classic reason we are on brand 
Alrighty, let's move on to uh, second place. Drop down from his uh, first place spot that I think it was holding on to for uh, two weeks. Uh, Horimiya. Uh, looking at everyone's chart pretty even across the board. Uh, third place uh, for Lance, myself, and Matt. And uh, second place for Kai. So... Let's uh let's hit it with our rom com connoisseur again, uh Lance, uh with his uh rom com uh in depth analysis. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was great. It was a great episode. Um, I liked. I just like how very fluid and well paced Hori and um uh, relationship mm-hmm. is progressing. Mm-hmm. They're an official couple now. And Hori, Amumar has very clearly stated, like, I love you, Hori. But Hori has not, like, very clearly stated that she loves Mumura, but And yet, yeah. it's fully understood that she does because her actions speak louder. Fully say what she's feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's she's literally like the, the perfect tsundere type uh trope right yeah she's a great tsundere uh what'd you guys think about the best character uh best shithead dad uh in this one i thought that was her brother he's so <laughs> young looking the way they draw him yes but i mean which i can only assume he's like a but the mom is like really young too looking well i mean but she's also a japanese mom so she when she looks young <laughs> she could either be anywhere from like 20 to like 40 and a look thousand. about the same so uh, yeah. you never really know what them oh <laughs> but my God. like kyosuke actually looks like he's 20 mm. like unambiguously i thought that was her older brother but uh, and she called it by, by his, first, his name. first name, which, yeah. I mean, that immediately tells me something about their relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like um, not just Hori and Miyamura. There's a lot of stories going on here in the background, but they're treated with the same amount of respect as Hori and Miyamura's story. And uh, I like seeing this very... In no lesser detail, the story of the loser in the love triangle, just as much as we're seeing like the the victor. Um, and I really like Toro. I, I think he's a very relatable character that uh, he doesn't want to let, just because he's the loser, he doesn't want Miyamura to sacrifice his happiness in the slightest. And he wants to still be his friend. I, I thought that was... Like such a nice moment for Toru, yeah. and also mm-hmm. there's there's more romance with them too. Yeah, Sakura. Um, like Sakura has like an interest in him too. Which, yeah, there's so much going on in this little world. So I'm excited for that too, just to see what happens with uh, Sakura and and Toru. I'm just glad they showed Kiyosuke's eye for that brief second because otherwise you'd just be a hentai dude. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. You totally look like an anti-protagonist. Uh, but yeah, I mean, romance is so perfect and I can't get the opening out of my fucking head now. Like, it's it fits it so perfectly with them. I'm glad that you mentioned the opening because every time I watch it, like, I get more and more, like, uh, just impressed with the, not just the song but the animation too and I think um, 
kind of like uh, Crossing Fields from Sword On Online. I feel like this is the kind of song that mm. once the season is over and done, every time I hear this song, I'll still get like this wave of nostalgia wow. from it. Because it's just a really Those well done. Very, that's a very high standard. Sword Art Online. Like, I would agree. This is good. But like... You think it's that good? <laughs> I think so. I exactly yeah. know what you oh, mean. No. That, that sort of sort of nostalgic feeling, like when you <laughs> see the like the yellow golden like texts of the text just like flowing through. Yeah, flowing, and yeah, like Kirito like, and Asuna are like, walking in like crossing their paths from each other over yeah, this dude. Oh my god! And then it just gives you the feels and that good feeling, mm, and that's a very very uh, high accolade to give okay we gotta we gotta move on before fucking start our online boy just starts getting crazy on us here <laughs> uh so let's move on to the top of our summit the top of our mountain uh on our ranking board uh skate has come in at first place and has jumped all the way from dead last uh literally uh just reviving uh, our top 10 board and uh, gracing us with his uh, skate prowess uh, looking at the the board um, first place across the board for myself Lance and Matt and Kai is at a cool third place dude this thing broke into the not just like it broke into the ranking board kicked out one of them and then immediately <laughs> took first place I mean it's it's much deserved right like uh we i mean when we started watching it it's just like man the characters are cool the art style is amazing the the humor is is spot on um and there's just like this certain charm about it that you just can't like you know you just you, you just fall in love with it so it's such an easy digestible anime that i feel like anyone uh can like um but uh how about how about you matt this is <clears throat> this is first place on your on your board and i know like you you were the one that had to like you know catch up and uh, binge the whole thing what'd you think about it um we all know why it had to be interrupted it's because they couldn't defeat adam in the so quickly because lango would have won like if it, if it didn't yeah so it's like i just like the story between the the characters like Langa and Reki are two very likable characters and the side characters yeah. too like Joe and Cherry they're entertaining too and Adam is just just this crazy dude, dude that <laughs> he's just very like likable too is he like your favorite character Adam I mean he's he's literally Dio Brando so no it's Langa oh okay Langa yeah. I see yeah he's yeah he's a pretty cool dude how about uh, everyone else? Uh, you know what I mean? Lance is probably Shadow. Yeah, I, I really, really like Shadow. He's I like great. Shadow too, yeah. You know, he has a tongue piercing on too. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, no. <laughs> he has a tongue piercing on. I'm like, I wonder if, <laughs> if like, when he's working at his flower shop, if he pierces, if it's pierced, it's taken out, right? It's so, probably like, a clip on, yeah. He puts it on just a skateboard. You know how like Metal. much more dangerous it is. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> just <laughs> yeah. <falls> on it. <laughs> no, he's a dangerous man, man. <laughs> Gene Simmons, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, we always talk about like 
we make we make jokes like, oh, this is the budget episode where they took all the money and they, they put into the animation to make it look the best they could. But honestly, like Skate always looks really good. Like they oh, never yeah. like get stingy in any of the episodes. Mm-hmm. But if I had to like choose like the budget episode, it would definitely be this one. It was so over the top, uh, so action packed. The whole skating. Um, mm-hmm. you, I loved Longa's. Um, it's just <laughs> his dancing with Adam on the skateboard. Yeah, to like, the you know, tango, baby. Yeah, like playing Adam's game. It was it was really impressive, and yeah, both characters are just like had such great moments. They had like a really good use of time in this episode, in my opinion. Yeah, because like, uh, they had mm. this whole montage of um, I don't know if it was like a montage, but you know when um reiki and he has like this broken hand and he's like you know struggling to go places and Longa's like helping him with his like eating uh, or whatever yeah that's really sweet that bromance moment yeah and little things like that and you know the whole time you know there's reiki just who who was just trying to stop Longa from skating and i honestly thought the episode's gonna like cliffhang and right before the skating because mm-hmm. there was so much content going on, and it's like Callie, like halfway, you, see, you know, the mid segment, cl- like, yeah, cute animation that they always have. <laughs> that was yeah, I like, love those. The, the, like, you know, the actual tournament. And I'm like, damn, like, they fit in all of this in, and then it was good, and like, yeah, but still third place, you know, ReZero is still good. Oh my god, whatever. <laughs> no, but you have a point, I, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Fucking Zero Points on the trailer. Okay, I told you why. I gave it, I gave it zero <laughs> points. Oh, whatever. <laughs> just because you were like, oh, I gotta fucking support my bro and shit. I just told you to vote with your heart and that you voted it zero points on that fucking board. <laughs> so don't fucking put it on me, you punk. <sighs> okay, well... uh. I think that is everything that we wanted to say uh, for our top 10 ranking board. And uh, we are also all out of time uh, for this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, so thank you very much uh, for listening or watching uh, this week's episode of the We Power Hour. Um, make sure to uh, like, comment, follow, subscribe uh, on whatever podcasting app that you are listening to or even on YouTube. Uh, please make sure to uh, follow us on social media for any uh, up-to-date information on us or just memes in general, clips uh, from the show. Uh, we're doing a lot of stuff, so uh, we really appreciate it if you guys uh, uh, would check us out on there as well. Uh, make sure you send in those uh, questions uh, for Lance for the Q&A segment. And uh, yeah, that's about it, I believe. Uh how about you guys any last words uh, before we uh, head out for tonight uh say goodbye to retention saga because from now on we will have <laughs> a new member of the um, yes. on the ranking board finally so please do look forward to that wonder egg wonder egg oh man it's gonna be so much harder to like vote these yeah now. it's gonna get even harder oh yeah absolutely good, oh yeah super good i mean like uh, no matter what at least it'll be a strong top 10 right so uh we wouldn't really have to worry too much about like uh the bottom feeders like we did last season 
Okay. Uh, then anything else, guys? Any any parting words before we go? <sighs> okay, great. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> See you guys next week. Same week time, same week place. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.